welcome to uh, RPG Hour, and today I'm your guest director. Uh, my name is Irene, and I use uh, she/her pronouns. And today we are playing I Hunt by Machine Age Productions. I am Mr. RPG Hour, they them. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour, she/her or they them. And I'm Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman, he him. And today we have a special guest player. Hi, I'm Nick. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and you can just call me Nick. That's fine. We should talk over our characters. I guess we can go in the same order. Um, As I said, I'm Mr. RPGR. I am playing uh, Jesse the Ghost Fallon. Uh, Jesse is a mild-mannered pest control technician by day, uh, climbing over and under buildings to uh, to root out pests. I completely misspelled that on my sheet. Um, be it a rat or chupacabra, uh, and uh, that's actually the whole shtick of the character is that they are focused on uh, what's called IPM, Integrated Pest Management, um, which for those that have no clue what that is, it means that it's not just about applying pesticides, it's about using all different kinds of things to uh, get rid of a pest, capture a pest, uh, remove them from an area, so... um, it's about trying to figure out how they work and figure out a way to get rid of them. Okay. <clears throat> I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. I am playing uh, Constance. Um, I forgot. It's been too long since I've built this character. <laughs> uh, Constance is an Evelina. They use they, them pronouns. Um, basically, they... Uh, drink and they know things. They like doing research into supernatural creatures and stuff and they work as a clerk at an occult shop during the day. Um, Yeah. They are also um, unfortunately allergic to sage. So that's fun. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm playing as Elmer Dogwood, uh, or L. He's sort of a professional volunteer, a, a pseudo-therapist who's like almost finished with his degree in applied psychology, but he's not all the way there yet. He facilitates a 12-step group, and he's a 66. I am playing Todd Shoddy Stevens, and he is a knight who is a punk rocker with a bit of an angry streak. So, very much this sort of um, rage against the machine, anti-authoritarian, and, and just likes to take his anger out on everyone and everything, which is very well justified, I think. Alright. And so, be, uh, being the director, I don't have a character. I am playing the NPCs. But... With that in mind, let's let's let me go ahead and just set out to give you, give you all the set the setting. Uh, so this 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 today uh, today's story uh, takes place in Angel City, a city which bears another name, the Missing City. More people go missing here in this idyllic beach city than anywhere else in Southern California. Normal people just assume it's a really shitty city, but those who know the truth know that Angel City is a shitty town full of the paranormal and supernatural. And you are one of those people. You take these gigs sometimes on an app called iHunt. And there's hundreds of gigs that scroll through your feet on a daily basis. Uh, but one in particular tonight has caught your eye. Uh, Mr. A Mr. Johnson has put out a gig. He claims that he works for a local big-time record uh, label known as Angel City Record Corporation. Uh, they He... The gig is that he's looking for a original vinyl pressing of Whitney Pierce's first and only hit single, Cost- Caustic. Uh, Mr. Johnson thinks that the record is being used as a ves- vessel for an imp to feed, as every other owner of the vinyl has disappeared seven days later, but not before selling it to somebody else. The pay is $500 for exercising the amp, and an additional $2,000 for the record itself to be delivered to Angel City Record Company's offices in downtown Angel City. It sounds like an easy $2,500 uh, 
Your rent is due soon. The uh, overarching motif, of course, is that this is really, this is a story about the family you choose. The episode motif is, I think, is quite what it seems. And so with that, I believe um, we can go ahead and begin. Uh, you, y'all are gathered in your... I, I, do, do y'all, like, how do y'all know each other? Let's let's figure that out. How do y'all know each other? Um, okay, so I give semi-professional help through an app um, called iHelp. Um, you know, as like a sort of side freelance gig um, to people who need help uh, to Nick's character. Uh, one day, uh, Nick's character, someone I know from group, requested my help through the app, claimed he needed some help finding some demons, and when I got there... They were literal demons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe y'all like know uh, RPG RPG hours character because um, maybe y'all met on a job. Yeah, um, that works. We could perhaps. easily like cross paths. Just happen to be hunting the same thing. Yeah, that sounds good to him. They say hunting, but really <laughs> it's amateur hour over here. I got to clean up after them and everything. It's horrible, I tell you. Oh, you absolutely will have to clean up after <laughs> me. I leave a mess. A very bloody mess. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how do y'all know uh, Mrs. RPG Hour's character? Constance. Her shop has rats, right? It's not mm-hmm. my shop. That's all I'm going to say. It's got some, some pretty mean, nasty rats. I mean... No, literal rats. Like, nothing special uh, uh, out there about them. It's literal rats. Somebody keeps leaving this god-awful smelling food in the trash cans, and they come in and they eat it. It's not my shop. <laughs> it's day job material. Day job material. All right. Yeah, I mean that 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 makes sense to me. Does that make sense to everybody else? Works for me. Um, okay, so yeah. you're, you're cool with the uh, rats in the shop? Yeah, it's not my shop though. Right, but it's where you work. Yeah. No, Constance is very so quick I- to point out the shop does not belong to them. This is not their shop because this is not the shop they would run if they had a shop. Right. So I know someone like this, like kind of in in real life, who like works at a sh- like a like a metaphysical shop, and this is very uh-huh. relatable. This is exactly like them. <laughs> Always, so, the, yeah, love it. So what I'm thinking then is that y'all are probably like hanging out there to start your start like figuring out if you want to take this gig. Works for me. Okay, so we like. Close I am and, coincidentally like- on site dealing with the rats so we close in like 20 minutes are you guys gonna buy something or what um uh, uh, uh I, I don't know um i prefer rock music not crystal rocks so i'm gonna pass so you're loitering right is that? I I'm just hanging out. Very sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be out in time. Hey, did you know you got a rat king back here? Uh, yeah, that's Carl. We have an agreement. I'm pretty sure that 32 rats tied together by the tails doesn't want to be referred to as simply Carl. Look, I don't That's make... That's what a rat king is? Sounds like a new album title. <laughs> so, out of character, rat kings are when uh, rats get intertwined on their tails, uh, and it, it starts to like gather more and more rats. Uh, it starts as simply as just two rats getting stuck. Um, and they get as big as like I think it was like forty something was the biggest in New York, and the rats were all like fairly. That's massive. horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They usually die in the yeah, walls. They're they're so terrible. That's awful. They're considered like like they're one of the few like actual supernatural supernatural quote unquote things that you find nowadays still. Anyways, there's a lot of things based on them, based on like the mythology around them. It's really cool. Yeah, this is new to me. 
Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. <laughs> like I said, y'all don't know nothing about nothing, and that's why I gotta be here to teach you things. Jeez. So this this rat king, uh, it it it's sort of like, sort of like it scuttles, it scuttles over to, um, Constance, right from the from the back, uh, probably probably startling. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot your character's name, Mister um, RPG Hour. Oh, it, it absolutely would not startle me, but uh, Jesse. Jesse. So okay, so it doesn't startle Jesse, but it. it you know, it, it it sort of scuttles over to Constance, and uh, uh, it's sort of like like you get the sense that all the rats this way, like because the, the rats they're they're tied up in like a ball basically, right? Yeah, just a ball, a mass of fur. Yeah. And um, the the rat king uh, speaks and says, "Hey." Hey, you got you got got any of that uh that uh and you know it's it's like a it's like a like a legion of squeaky rat voices. You got any of that uh that day old bread still? You know, uh Todd leaves that around sometimes. I mean, Carl, I What did I say about coming up here during shop hours? Like you're kind of freaky, man. Yeah, well, that th- this whole place is kind of freaky. Look, Why have we not know, just stomped this thing yet? Just like go check in the back. I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something. Just yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go. I'll go see. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Todd left the baguette. And uh, Carl just sort of scuttles back into the back room. That is the second or third worst thing I've seen all week. I got some bait I can put out that'll uh, take care of Carl real quick, but uh, with it being sentient at all, I'm a little bit off-put about trying to, <clears throat> about taking something out like that. Yo, you have to take that up with the owner. Like, Carl and me are cool. Carl keeps the cats out of the alley. Yeah, there's some mean cats. Well, you put you're down as the contact. You are my point of contact. Therefore, what you says goes is what the boss says. All right, so, like, Carl, Carl's fine. Essentially, Carl's another employee here. <laughs> all right, hey, Carl, don't eat those blue cubes. Uh, all right, I won't. <laughs> you, you never get used to it. Never get used to it. I'm never eating anything in here ever again. Constance just like and uh, I'm gonna like pick up like a ran- random piece of quartz. Constance just like just, has like, this like resting bitch face and like points to a sign on the door that says no outside food or drink. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So uh, Jesse walks over and places a package underneath uh, the front desk. Look, this is vitamin K1. If you find some bites on that blue cube back there that's in the black box, give this to Carl as quick as possible because uh, that's like super blood thinners. It'll take him out pretty quick, but if you get this to him in time, he'll be okay. Um, okay, I have... A prescription for Carl. Now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, don't worry, Shermer, your boss man. I, I heard you loud and clear. Stay away from the blue cubes. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> Carl, there's something in the break room fridge that oh I'm pretty God. sure is about to start stinking. Just... Go ahead and take care of that. Oh, yep, you you got it. I'm not cleaning that fridge. No, nope, that's that's part of my job. They don't pay me enough to do that. (laughs) I'm sensing that we have an additional theme here of uh it 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 fucking sucks to work. Was it 
my vision board is financial security vision because board. fuck Karen's. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> like, Too real. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> it's about this time that y'all get like a notification uh, that a new job has been posted, and that's the job from Mister Johnson. Y'all probably get this the same the same notification all at once. So y'all probably are like looking probably like I'll look at your phone. Looks like Johnson finally posted. Correct. I'm gonna get out. How much was that? For that like stone? Constance like picks it up, looks at the bottom. Like, how, like, which crystal did you grab? Because, you know, of course there's, like, little... Just a random piece of quartz or something that I, like, slammed on the counter. Might be, like, a piece oh, of... Oh, man. Quart- okay, Quartz so... is some pretty heavy stuff. Quartz is some pretty heavy stuff, and also, like, in... And, in like, met... I'm talking, like... Okay, because I was gonna say, like, in a metaphysical shop, like, if you have, like, if you have a handful of quartz, like, even a small (gasps) handful of quartz that you just set on a counter, that's, like, gonna run you at least 30 bucks. (laughs) At least. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's, like, 30 bucks plus tax. Um. 30? Yeah. Thirty dollars. Constance points at another sign on the counter that says, "You break it, you bought it. No questions asked." All right. All right. Fuck. I pull out thirty dollars. And like a 10, a 5, and and 15 ones. Um, And they're all like crinkled probably, right? Yeah, like they're they're out of my wallet, but they're a little rough and worn down. Jesus Christ. Um, Let's get to work, Todd. We... I'm gonna ring it up. Right, Would you go. like me to put it in a bag for you, sir? Oh, no need. No need. Uh, and I just kind of pocket it and Great. walk out the door. <laughs> so the the notification you y'all got was um, Mr. Johnson has finally tracked down. Um, the last person to buy the record it's uh it's not much information it's it's literally just their username on the uh on eport um because they were trying to they were trying to outbid this person themselves to get the, to get it um but they they didn't quite manage to do that but you do know that their that their screen name on eport is uh the, the person who bought it is xo Underscore Kitty Lover with a U seventeen. So I'm going to go ahead and just put that down, and that's all the information that you're given. Okay. So are we supposed to uh, meet with Mr. Johnson, or are we just tracking this thing down? Uh, at the moment, you're uh, you're tracking. This, you're trying to track down the uh, disc itself. Okay, just trying to gauge the direction of of how the plot is. Yeah. Was there any um, of like? Do we know when they purchased the album, or like approximately when? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was yesterday. Uh, they purchased it yesterday. They had literally outbid. They had just outbid uh, Mr. Johnson. Oh, okay. It was like a, like, you know how, like, people will, uh, I think it's called, uh, bid- bid- Bidding Snipe, I think? Yeah. They, that's what happened. That's what, uh, Kitty okay. Lover did. They, they sniped the bid. Uh, uh, Todd? 
do you have any skill with like uh, computers? Uh, yeah, I've I've, I've used ePort before a couple times, and I uh, like do social media and stuff for the band. Um, I could try and like guess their account password or something. With a, with a name like Kitty Lover, it's probably super easy. Um, so I have like I have points in hacker. I guess that could maybe work. Is sort of what I'm suggesting here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that would be good because I literally have nothing. It's only a fair for me, but I mean I can give it a whirl. Yeah, go ahead, G uh, uh, give me that roll. So how do I roll this? The dice channel? Yeah, so it'll be in the dice channel. Okay, and I just roll the same configuration. Yeah, so it should be uh, slash 4DF plus your, uh, I think it's the, what, the fair is a plus two, right? Yes, fair is a plus two, so. Yeah, so 4DF plus two. All right, so it looks like you got a two exactly. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> as you're, you, you, you sort of like, you go to e, uh, to ePort and start, um, Messing around a little bit, trying to trying to guess the password, and eventually you, you, you do guess the password. It's it is incredibly simple. It's like it's literally just password one two three. Got it. Super easy. Told you so. <laughs> uh, great work. And uh, you you go to their. Uh, I assume you're going to go to the, check their messages, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so you check the messages from uh, XO uh, Kitty Lover to the previous buyer, uh, which is, um, Spiral, Spiral Yumiko, um, and you, you, you see that, the, that, uh, Exo Kitty Lover's address, uh, is not too far away, it's, uh, it's in Old Town Angel City, um, and I guess you, uh, Y'all uh, probably who, whose car do y'all get into? Like, do you even all have cars? <laughs> Bold of you to assume we have cars. vehicles. Um, Todd would have like a, a real beat up, like very old um, car, but like he has one. I mm -hmm. I guess Jess would have one too, just because like pest control vehicles, right? Yeah, and I, I got a two seater. I can take one other person. I just got to disable the GPS, which ain't that hard. It just is a little unplug thing. But uh, I got about 30, 45 minutes before the boss calls me unless he's asleep, which looking at the time is probably about a fifth in. <laughs> we can grab the imagine. banger, but I uh, can't promise it won't break down again. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I imagine that. I mean, Todd, uh, it's it's your character's name is Todd, right? Yeah, I imagine that Todd has a um, has like one of those really crappy beat up vans. Mm -hmm. the, That's the kind of what I'm van. picturing. Like a, a panel van. van? Mm hmm. Damn, I'd kill to be Todd right what now. Color <laughs> right. Because <is> <laughs> this White. is very this is a very important question. What color is the panel van? Oh, oh, it's absolutely white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no. gonna look oh, sketchy no. as hell, but it will. That's that's what they got. I am not writing in that thing. <laughs> Listen, Constance, it's okay. I know him. He's okay. I I feel like y'all would know, know each other's names, uh, like because yeah. you all have probably uh, hunted together before. It's just like I, I I imagine that Constance was just giving you uh, crap in the last scene. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's okay. I know him. He's okay. I just vacuumed out my seats today if you want to take a ride with me. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> well, Todd, off we go. All right. So y'all, y'all uh, do park and y'all get in, into each other's car, into the cars that you all respectively agreed to go into. So like, uh, Constance and Jess are in the one car and uh, the the company car, and 
I'm so sorry. Uh, Emmett, I forgot your character's name. L. L. L and Todd are in Todd's van. And yo, yo, it, it's about it's about a ten minute drive, and you arrive at the, uh, at the apartment. Um, it, it's an apartment building, uh, probably about two stories tall. Uh, and it's it's not really like the best of places to be, but like it, it, it in Angel City, there is no real good place to live in Old Town, but it makes do. But you can tell it makes do. That the people make do. Um, it's nicer than mine. <laughs> Todd just glances over his shoulder at like a, a mattress in the back of the van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's... which just makes it even worse now that I think about it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's like an uncut, like no sheets, just a mattress thrown in the back of the. <laughs> it's sketchy as hell. Oh my god. Hold on, hold on. What's the chance there's a bed bug on it? Oh, probably pretty good. <laughs> so glad I'm in the the truck. <laughs> Listen, this isn't what it looks like. I promise you. You Todd's like, but you guy. like know him and stuff. So, like, you're vouching for him that he's a good guy, but, like, why are you vouching for him? I, I 100% guarantee this looks, looks a lot worse than it is. Hey, Todd, look, next Tuesday, bring the van on by, um, the shop. I gotta, I, I, I... I got a place you could stay for a couple days. My boss is going to be gone for about a week for a conference. It's just going to be me and another guy. We'll fumigate the van. Uh, no cost. Uh, because those bed bugs are going to be a bigger issue before you know Dude, it. Dude, I have a gig on Tuesday. Um, could it be like Wednesday morning? Like 3 a.m.? That's when we wrap up. <laughs> Absolutely. Solid. Uh, so you you know that uh, XO Kitty Lover 17's um, apartment from the address is uh, it's gonna be on the second floor. It's apartment number uh, thirteen. Is there anything I they can are? Do pro- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like? I I assume like you you, you all were doing some reconnaissance. Um, they are a super fan of Whitney Pierce's of Whitney Pierce, like, they have, just from, like, Eport alone, you can see that they've bought so much Whitney Pierce paraphernalia. And there's... Uh... Like, we're talking, like, posters, uh, signed autographs, uh, you know, things like that. There's, like, nothing about, like, their age or anything on there. It's no, like... no, no, there isn't. Um, they, they didn't, they didn't, they, they didn't list that. Gotcha. 50 bucks says this is a really weird, overweight old dude. Or a 17-year-old kid, because let's be honest, the username says XOKittyLover17. You are so optimistic about humanity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not. I have to deal with so much crap every day. I would just like to think that it's a kid that we can strong-arm versus some... Body else that I, we don't want to deal with. I bet their apartment smells like cat pee. I just will pretend that I I did not hear any of that, and and I head upstairs. Right. Yeah. So uh, as you're heading upstairs, um, you you hear uh, some music coming out of apartment 13's open window. Uh, it's it's definitely uh. It's definitely Whitney Pierce caustic. You recognize the beat, but then you 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 hear something. Um, you hear this strange, like it's barely perceptible, but you hear this strange, uh, almost satanic backmasking uh, as you're as you're approaching, and the smell of good food, like it smells like somebody's baking some really good bread, is coming from this window as well. 
Um, and like, you, so the thing with about Whitney Pierce Caustic is that it's a pop song. It's it has nothing to do with uh, satanic imagery or anything. So the fact that this is that you're picking this up, it's it's a little weird. Now this is my kind of music. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it's all right. So. So how how are we gonna do this? Were you we breaking the door down or what's the plan? Well, I got a lockpick kit on me, and I got some rodent deodorizer just in case something's dead or something smells god awful. Uh, if it is a large overweight middle-aged person uh with cat pee smell and well, stuff you can, uh i got some <laughs> monster baits you can constance tell from the, gonna from go this. knock on the door yeah constance you knock on the door and like i know well, but well, todd well, wouldn't have thought of it <laughs> well uh well just uh jess and todd are like talking about like different things you walk up knock on the door and you hear some like shuffling from inside um like, like almost like somebody is wearing slippers on like a hardwood floor, and slippers uh, with socks and jersey shorts because that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh God! And no, actually, to your surprise, uh, you open the door and this old woman, uh, wearing a pink robe and some little fuzzy pink uh bunny slippers, opens the door. And you can sort of see, just even from the way this door is opened, uh, her entire living room is just covered in Whitney Pierce paraphernalia. It's almost like a teenager's bedroom exploded in here. And uh, she smiles and says, Oh, hello. Can I uh, help you? Jess is still in uniform, yes? Ahem. <clears throat> Excuse me, ma'am. I believe that we have a uh, issue in this building in regards to rodents, and I am going door to door to inspect. I happen to call three of my uh, co-workers, but they uh, all went home early, so they're not in uniform like I am myself. But I would like to be able to come in and have us take a look around for uh, any signs of rodent activity, preferably in regards to your pantry and or living room and or bedroom. And she, uh, she sort of like adjusts her glasses and, and squints at you and your uniform, squints at your uh, friends, and she's like, "Oh yeah, sure, sure, come in. Uh, I've been telling that uh, that that uh, landlord about this uh, problem we have with uh, uh, roaches and rodents in the walls. You know, it, it, it's not been pleasant, but uh, I, I guess they finally did something about it. Those landlords." Typical landlord scum not helping their tenants. I reach down to my utility belt and I pull out, uh, it looks kind of like a tiny caulk gun. Ma'am, I have just the bait for roaches. I'll get that taken care of. And I'll turn over towards um, L and I'll be like, look, you get the record. I'll deal with the roaches and keep her in the kitchen. Right, and she's like she shuffled. She had she's she, at this point she shuffled off into the uh, kitchen to, uh, and you can hear her like clatter around in the kitchen now. Like she's she's probably you probably interrupted her breakfast or her uh, dinner uh, as she was like making dinner. So I legit have a spiel that I give to uh, customers with uh, uh, the type of roach called German mm-hmm. roaches, um, and that's what's most often in. Uh, Low rent. It's it. Any kind right. of rental situation can have them pretty bad, and so like it, it's about a fifteen minute rant that I can get on, and so that's what's going to be happening. I'm going to be out of play for that unless somebody specifically comes and gets me. Um, that way, I can try and keep her occupied. I'm going to be showing her like where I'm putting bait, and I'm going to be taking wax paper, folding it, cutting it, things like that. Like there's a whole <clears> process <throat> that's going to happen, and I'm like showing her everything uh, to mostly keep her distracted, but also try and do some pest control for her to help yeah, her out. Yeah, absolutely. She she is she is effectively also out of the scene for this. Um, she takes she takes her her pest control very seriously. So before we grab the record, because it's clearly playing right now. Yeah, it is. Should we? Uh... Oh, give me your phone. 
why? Just give me your phone. For what? Bro. Okay. When you remove the record from a record player, the record stops playing. Thus alerting the little old lady that we are robbing her. Therefore, if we have something that will play the song, sync it up so that it's continuing to play the song while we lift the record and get out of here, she'll be none the wiser until she realizes it's gone. But I have my pictures in here and an important contact info. <laughs> like, my okay. day job works from my phone. Ugh. Okay, Todd, let's use your phone. I left it in the van. Um, I can go back down and get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should do that. You should do that quickly. Okay. Um, so Todd will will leave the room to go down back to the van. Right. So quick reference in case anybody wants to grab something off, um, just like in real life. So uh, some pest control technicians, we wear utility belts, like not even joking. Our flashlight is just on a piece on our belt. Our cell phones are sometimes clipped on there. Um, like, like we wear everything on the exterior rather than in pockets and stuff because we have to carry so much. So like if, if that's something for everyone to remember in case they decide they want to like try and grab something off of me. But I always have baits of different kinds, magnifying glasses, um, a cell phone. A cell phone uh, and uh, a flashlight. Oh, and a utility tool, uh, like a multi-tool, a knife, pliers, yada yada. Right. Yeah. So, um, the uh, the the uh, the back masking. Uh, it. I should note that the um, old woman didn't notice the back masking. Um. Yeah, she's probably a little deaf. And uh And like it 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 eventually it stopped about halfway through the song. And um when uh Todd gets back, uh the song is about to start again by the time Todd gets back. That'll make it easy to sync. Yeah, right. so he would come back, and it's he he has a phone, but it's like not like not really a burner, but it's like definitely more than a few years out of date. Like it's like I wouldn't even say it's a smartphone; it's probably like a like a BlackBerry or something, just old but you know functional. Does it have the ability to play this song on it? Oh yeah, I'm sure it would, but it would be like <laughs> it's not great audio quality or anything. <laughs> That really doesn't matter, because I doubt so she could dark. hear it very well anyway. Fair. So let's sync it up and snatch the record. Alright, yeah, and so you, you, you do so. It's really easy to do that. Like, uh, y'all y'all sync it up, and it's it's playing. And it's playing really, like, like that's such a crappy speaker. But it, it seems to be doing the job. Um, maybe, it's, maybe it's a bit of it, uh, she's a bit too distracted by Jesse. Uh, talking about uh, the various ways to manage pest control and stuff. Uh, maybe it's part of maybe part of it's that she's got that poor hearing. But y'all managed to successfully uh, swipe this record, and she doesn't seem to notice. Great. Uh, who is holding the record? Um, Constance is holding the record. Okay. If we have to. Uh... Did Constance grab a pair of gloves from the truck? I would have gloves in the truck. Yeah, probably. This is like a valuable thing, so. Yeah, it is in fact. Like, as you're like inspecting this record, you see that it is number 33, uh, 333 of 666. Huh. Right there on the, on the record label. Okay. Uh, Constance is gonna actually put it back in the sleeve and, mm -hmm. like, kind of just okay. tuck it into their jacket and okay. walk downstairs very nonchalant. Right. Uh, 
uh, I'm not sure how you feel about stealing from an old woman. Well, <laughs> you... Look at the amount we're getting paid for this. You'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dude, it's a cursed record. She's gonna, like, die if we don't do it. Yeah, sure. It's $2,500. Alright. I really hope it's worth making compromises for. But Constance is literally whatever. just gonna laugh in their face about that. <laughs> Chill out, bro. <laughs> I got bills, too. Yes, ma'am, and don't worry. I'll be back in about two weeks to take a look at everything again. Um, oh, you know, I do a little bit of electrical work, and it seems like something's wrong with your uh, your record play over here. You want me to try and uh, fix it for you? I can get that back to you in a, uh, two weeks as well. Uh, and it's at this point that uh, the the old woman looks, and she's and she like she like realizes she doesn't hear music anymore. Because I assume Todd has left with uh, his cell phone. I thought we oh, were I leaving it Todd behind. To, like leave it there. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. You're leaving so it there. So that it's okay. like playing on a loop, and she gotcha until she goes okay. to look at the record. Right, and but it it, it sounds awful. Yeah, and um, <laughs> she sort of like taps her taps her lips, and she's like, you know, it did kind of get kind of funky there with that uh, audio quality. It almost sounds like it's playing from somebody's cell phone. Yeah, go ahead. Please, take a look Not at Not a it. problem, and here's my business card. You can call me day or night. It goes right to this company paid phone. I wouldn't have a phone otherwise, but day or night, just leave your name, a number to reach you back at, and your address, and I'll let you know how it's going. Sure, sure. Daddy, and she takes the, uh, the card, and she says, Oh, my name is uh, Cheryl Palmer. So, yeah, I'll, I'll call you. Such a nice young man. I'll disconnect the record player and start walking okay. out. Amateur hour over here. Amateur hour, I swear. <laughs> oh, like, Constance is downstairs. Like, they've decided that they're going to need some room to, like, look at this thing, this record. So, like, they've made themselves comfortable in the back of the panel van. Um, I assume when you took the record player out, you would have grabbed my phone to stop the music. <laughs> okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's his perfect <laughs> yeah. Todd will be very happy that the phone is brought back to him. <laughs> yeah, and so... I mean, you... with the payout, we could have gotten you a new one, but... Y'all, uh, y'all are in the back of this van here, um, and you, you said you wanted to, to do a check on it? Yeah. So if it really is, like, has something more to it than just the album and maybe some, um, like, back recording stuff, then there's going to be, like, symbols or markings or something to house and host whatever is in here. Okay. Uh, At least go that's ahead the give, assumption. Give me, an, give me an occultist test. Okay. So, I have that at great. I haven't played it, this game in so long. So it's... How many dice? Uh, so it, 4DF. Plus my occultist. Which I think if I remember... Yeah, great is yeah. plus 4. Yeah, and so uh, you, you're inspecting this... Um, you're inspecting this uh, record here, and you sort of like as you get in close, you notice that somebody has uh, etched some sort of runes into the uh, record. It's into the record's uh, label. Uh, very, it's very tiny, very fine print. Um, but what you realize is that this record is not it, those those runes are not runes for like binding an, an imp or anything at all. Those runes are runes uh, that are for a curse. Oh. 
Okay. So, fun story, guys. The record's empty. Well, how what do you mean empty? It was happened. playing music. Well, obviously there's music on imprinted onto it, but there's nothing else. It's just music. At least, it's not playing host to anything that we have to, like, fight or kill or whatever. So the job's done then, right? <laughs> uh, not... When you get the $2,000. Not exactly. We may have a little bit of a bigger problem on our hands. Depending on the nature of the curse that's uh, carved into this vinyl, we uh, might have to do some curse breaking. Well, depending on the nature of the curse, it can either be whoever's handled the record or whoever has listened to the record or been in the same room as the record or really any kind of proximity to the record. Um, I have to do some cross-referencing to make sure I know exactly what kind of curse this is, but um, yeah, we, uh, we might have uh, a problem. I will say that... Um... Just from your from your previous test, um, you do know that the curse is specifically geared towards anybody who has heard the record, which uh, is all of y'all now. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, we listened to this thing, so um, we have to figure out how to break this curse. <sighs> and it never be an easy job. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's actually a good point for us to. Uh, end off here so we have a nice little cliffhanger for the next for next episode right <laughs> thank you for joining us this is rpg hour a show in the rpg hour network um and we're gonna go ahead and have everybody plug their personal stuff uh we'll start with uh miss irene Hi there, uh, I'm Irene DB. You can find me on Twitter at DMIreneDB or on Twitch at IreneDB uh, as well on Twitch. Uh, I do, I write t tabletop stuff, I do tabletop advice, I do tabletop reviews. Uh, really, I'm I'm a tabletop nerd. <laughs> Nick? Hello everyone, uh, my name's Nick. I'm also known as Draconic in various online spaces and places. On Twitch, Itch, Patreon, and Ko-fi, I can be found as Draconic. These are great places to find my work and support what I do. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, which is at DraconicGaming, all one word. Uh, there's also my website, Draconic.com, where I maintain a rather extensive blog of tabletop topics. I encourage you to check it out and give something a read. And lastly, I do writing and editing commissions, uh, mostly for tabletop stuff, but some fiction too. So if you like what I'm about here, uh, bring me on for a project, see if I can help you out, um, or just invite me on to a stream or podcast like this one. That's cool too. Mrs. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. Um, if you are interested, I also host a um, RPG Hour Network uh, podcast called Our Adventures, um, where we play fun indie games with cool people from the internet. Um, if you're interested in joining me on that, um, you actually can find information to join our Discord server. Um, to reach out and um, possibly be part of that show. If you want us to play your RPG, um, you can also reach out to us there. That way we can look at it and get a group together. Um, also, um, I'm one of the cast members of Amnesia.fm, and if you would are interested in joining us on the Amnesia.fm cast, you can um, find the Discord channel for Amnesia. Emmett? Oh, yeah. Uh, my name is Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman. Uh, I make music, including the RPG Hour main theme. Um, I could also make music for your podcasts or game. I'm also working on my first tabletop RPG and getting it into a form digestible by the masses instead of just, you know, like me, myself, and I. Um, and making sure that y'all can understand it too. You can reach me on Twitter at at hail underscore g u z m a n. 
And I'm Mr. RPG Hour. Uh, this is one of the shows that I am the showrunner of. I also showrun Star Wars Legacies, which is part of the RPG Hour network. Um, <clears throat> and in the days coming, uh, we do have two streams uh, that are going to be starting. Uh, we have Routes Unknown, which is a Monster of the Week actual play, uh, and an untitled show uh, that's going to be dropping soon. Uh, Join our Discord, which you can find at rpgr.com to get more information. And until the dice roll again.